0: I usually have a PowerPoint, but today I don't have a PowerPoint. As I was trying to work out all this sermon, I came to a point where I decided that I will come with the books. Because as I was putting the sermon together, I couldn't structure it the way how it was. And before I start this sermon this morning about the Most Holy... Preaching is one of a very difficult job. Why? Because as I am standing right here, there is an angel from heaven to write about this sermon. Because it is upon these sermons that the destinies of souls of men are being determined. So, if I'll try to put any of my thought to lessen the truth, to try to fit the political atmosphere of today, it is on me. So I pray that I I, I I I request that as I'm preaching, you pray for me. And before I start this sermon this morning, is the very vital subject about the Most Holy, and we are going to see in the Most Holy, particularly what is the duty of God's people are living in this planet. So let's have a word of prayer and then we'll go to our sermon. Let's pray. Amen. Our most and gracious Heavenly Father, what a privilege to be before your sight, Lord. We pray that you come down on us and that you speak through your people. Hide me under your cleft of rock that I may not speak from my mouth, but you use me as a as your channel. Lord, be with us today. We pray in just name. Amen. As you know, in the Bible, there are very important issues when Jesus was questioned by his disciple, one of the books which he mentioned that he, his followers should pay attention was the prophecy. The prophecy of Daniel. But also John speaks that blessed are those who read the prophecy of this book. So the entire Bible is very vital to particular individual Christians. The Bible is so important To you. Not as group. I don't mean that the Bible is not important as a group. It is important. But how do you treasure the Bible, the prophecies that are written in this book? So, when it comes to the prophecy, just say, when you see the desolation, which is spoken by the prophet Daniel, when you see the desolation, when you see the Roman army stand out, accompany the city of Jerusalem, the Christians have to know that the time to go away is nigh. Now, when you move there, you come down. When you come to 1844, there is something important which took place. That Jesus moved from the holy place the most holy place. And that's where we are going to stand today. Now, in the sanctuary on the wilderness, in the most holy place, there were the Ten Commandments, the Ark of Covenant. There was Shekinah, the presence of God. Let's go back, because it is in this very particular place, Let's go to Daniel chapter 7, Daniel chapter 7, verse 13 and 14. I saw in the night visions, and behold, one like the Son of Man came with the clouds of heaven. He came with the clouds he came with the angels and he came to the ancient of days and they brought him near before him. Now Jesus always, whenever there is a great council taking place in heaven, the last one to take the city is the father. But in this particular situation, the last one to come in the presence is Jesus. Why? Jesus is the last one. The father is already there. But Jesus is the last one to take, to, to, to enter in the court. Verse 14. And there was given him dominion and glory and a kingdom particular. A kingdom particular. So Jesus is the last one to to enter in the most whole place. The father is there. Jesus is the last one. He is going to take a particular kingdom. And why he is the last one to enter it is because he is the one who, who has the final say of what is going to take place. And what is going to take place is going to determine the destiny of souls in this planet. So, this is not a, 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 a small issue. The only one who lived in this planet, who knows how to be tempted and to be tried, who know what sinners are going through, he is the one to enter. He is the final say. He is going to compare his blood with the commandment of God, and he has the final say to the names of all the sons and daughters of Adam living, or who will live upon this planet. This is a serious issue. And he came to the ancient of days and they brought him near before him. So, in the most holy place, the father is there. The ten commandments are there. The angels, if you remember, in the wilderness, they had a cherubim which looked upon the Ark of Covenant. It represented that the entire universe The the angels of heaven are looking upon the justice of God. That the children of Adam can live according to the law of God. So Jesus really has the big issue to speak on behalf of all those who accepted him. Now, let's go to the book of Matthew chapter 22. There is a parallel. Jesus spoke something very vital. Matthew 22, verse. Matthew 22, verse. Let's start from verse 1. Uh, from verse 2. The kingdom of heaven is like unto a certain king which made a marriage for his son. Let's go down to verse 8. Then said he to his servant, The wedding is read, but they which were bidden were not worth. Go ye therefore, verse 9, into the highways, and as many as ye shall find, bid to the marriage. So those servants went out into the highways and gathered together all all as many as they found both bad and good, and the wedding was furnished with the guests. And when the king came in to see the guests, he saw there a man which had not on a wedding garment. And he said unto him, Friend, how comest thou hither, not having a wedding ga- garment? And he was speechless. Now, this is talking about what is taking place in heaven. But, let's go to this book here, The Great Controversy. Great Controversy, page 428. I will read from this book about this particular parable. In the parable of Matthew uh, Matthew 22, the same figure of the marriage is introduced. And the investigative judgment is clearly presented as taking place before the marriage. In the most holy place. Previous to the wedding, the king comes in to see the guests. To see if all are attired in the wedding garments. The spotless robe of character washed and made white in the blood of the lamb. So, when Jesus who is, is walking on the hall to see the guest, he wants to see himself on all those who are in there. So what is taking place in heaven, in the sanctuary, Jesus is w- looking to see his character on his people. Then if we see his character on his people, when their names have been mentioned, he tells the angels, he looked at the law. He looked at the law. He looked at the names that is being mentioned. He sees blood. His blood looks the same as the law. He say he accepted me as my personal, as his personal savior. I died for him. His sin, I took it on my body. This is what is all about in the wedding garment. What is taking place in heaven? The investigative judgment. Our lives. Are being examined for eternity or for eternal loss. Now, he who found, who, who he who is found wanting, is cast out. But all those who, upon examination, are seen to have the wedding garment, are, on, are accepted of God and are counted worthy of a share in His kingdom and a city and. A seat upon his throne. This work of examination of character, of determining who are prepared for the kingdom of God, is that on the investigative judgment, the close work in the sanctuary above. This is what is taking place. Jesus wants to see himself on his people. Now, before the Father, the Son is there, he stands as he's standing not on our behalf. He's not just on our behalf. He's he's taking his stand up there as us. When my name is mentioned, I hope, because I'm still taking my sin over there every day, okay? I I hope everybody here, every morning and evening, you take your sin over there, so that when he look at them, he see like the sand of the sea. None none, none, None is with you, so that he look, he say, oh, he accepted me as his or her personal savior. Now, let's see here what is all about. When this is taking place in heaven, what is the duty of the church member in this particular time? Now, let's go back. 1844. The last movement to proclaim the present truth began. They had all kinds of names. The little friend, the remnant. Finally, they were named as the seventh day Adventist church. In 1844, they started a, a movement to preach the second coming of Jesus. And God, in his mercy, he gave them a prophetess. And God, in His mercy, He gave them books to help them to understand the Scripture more. I call personal equality a highly Godly given exegesis. That's how we call it. I don't know how we call it, but that's me. Now, what is happening? This movement. What is their duty? Great Controversy. Great Controversy, page 427. The proclamation, behold, the bridegroom cometh in the summer of 1844, led thousands to expect the immediate advent of the Lord. At the appointed time, the bridegroom came not to the earth. As the people expected, but to the ancient of days in heaven, to the marriage, the reception of his kingdom. They that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. They were not to be present in person at the marriage. For it takes place in heaven. While they are upon the earth, the followers of Christ are to wait for the Lord when he will return from the wedding. But they are to understand his work and to follow him by faith as he goes in before God. How important we are supposed to understand the the ministry the ministry of our high priest in heaven what is our duty as the church what is your duty as an individual it comes as a church but it comes as an individual now but they are to understand his work and to follow him by faith as he goes before god It is in this sense that they are said to go into the marriage. So things are taking heaven. Since 1844, Jesus received the kingdom. But he cannot yet be coronated because his people are still living this planet. He cannot yet be coronated until his people come with him to sit with him. Now, in the parable, it was those that had oil in their vessels with their lamps that went into the marriage. Those who with a knowledge of the truth from the scriptures had also the spirit and grace of God. And who in the night of their bitter trial had patiently waited, searching the Bible for clear light. These saw the truth concerning the sanctuary. ...in the heaven, and the saviors change in the ministration, and by faith they follow him in his work in the sanctuary above. And all who, through the testimony of the scripture, accept the same truth, following Christ by faith, as he enters in before God to perform the last work of mediation, and at it close to receive his kingdom... All these are represented as going into the marriage. So Jesus already is having the kingdom. But he cannot yet be coronated because he has to come and take his people. Now, 1844, the last movement to on this planet. They had the three angel messages. The first angel message, fear God and give him glory. That verse, if you look at it, it speaks particularly about the commandment of God, particularly the Sabbath. If when man worships the beast, it identifies the last power which will work to counterfeit Jesus Christ, to mislead people from truth to error. It talks about the beast of Revelation 13. It talks about the beast of Revelation 13 from verse 11, the United States of America. And let me tell you something, which just happened in my country recently. One of the officials say, you know, we will do something to these people who try to violate marriages, whatever, and we will do whatever we can do to them. And when the government saw that, because it is the law in this country, they distance themselves. They say, he said it. What did he say? So when the Bible says that the beast of Revelation 13, chapter 11, will control this planet and force everybody to bow on the first beast, the Bible means what it is saying. Don't think this country is small. This is the mightiest country on earth. And when they speak, everybody say, what do you want us to do? We can do it, sir, whatever you want. If you check, you can see in some little country in Africa, they're trying to do some things. But the, the, here they'll say something, so they say, we better not do it. So, what is taking place in heaven is very vital. Now, what is the duty of God's people? Because what is taking place in heaven what is our responsibility? I'm going to read it to you because we have three angel messages to preach. But in, in God's mercy, on these books which he gave his people, there is a particular book that has to be, be given circulation all over the globe. Now let me not say it. Let me read it. I will take you to manuscript... Manuscript 31, 1890. But since the General Conference of 1888, this is the quote, Satan has been working with his special power through unconsecrated elements to weaken the confidence of God's people in the voice that had been appealing to them for these many years. If he can succeed in this, then through misapplication of scripture, he will lead many to cast away their confidence in the past work under the messages. Thus, he will set them adrift with no solid foundation for their faith, hoping to bring them full under his power. Let the attention of our people be called to the special work. Of the Spirit of God as it has been connected with the rise and progress of the three angel messages. And a blessing will result to the whole body. A revival of faith and interest in the testimonies of the Spirit of God will lead to the obtaining of a healthful experience in the things of God. Now, there is a book. Which has to be circulated. The same manuscript. In volume 4, the Lord has revealed to us the coming crisis, which is volume 4 of the Spirit of Prophets, the great controversy. This book has to go to every He has warned us of the danger that besit our feet, our ways, in order that we may lay hold upon his strength and get the victory over the beast and his image. And he stand at last on the sea of glass to sing a song of everlasting triumph. But the Lord does not intend that we shall keep this warning to ourselves. The light he has given in volume 4 is for the world. This book has to go to every human being living upon this planet, and who are supposed to give this book is this church. We can say no, but if we are watchers, bloods of people will be accounted on us. This is the hard message to give. Let me tell you, it's not. a a message to be accepted by everybody. But you have to warn the world of what is coming. And let me tell you, brothers and sisters, this book is more than a book. This book, God spoke through his servant. Now, When Christ's work, I'm in the same manuscript, is talking particular about it, this book. There is no other book which reveals who is the saturday power to deceive mankind. When Christ, in his work of redemption, is seen to be the great uh, central truth of the system of truth, a new light is shed upon all the events of the past. And the future. They are seen in a new relation and it passes a new and deeper significance. It is thus that God by His Holy Spirit had opened these things to his people. From his, this standpoint, volume four of the great Controvers presents to our view the past experience of church and the great event of the future. In that book, God has laid out before us in their true relation the events that are to take place upon our earth. Now, many of you here know that when she was... God gave two hours vision about the great controversy. What did Satan do to her? He wanted to kill her. Most of you, you know about that. And I want to tell you something. The past experience of the first Christian Albigensis while dancers. John Calvin, John Wycliffe people who stood up we needed to know these things for our own benefit and to share this book and all other books to the world. Now but Satan, I'm in the same manuscript. But Satan is seeking to intercept every ray of light that God sent to prepare the people for what is before them. To those who should give the light to the world. Who are those? Who are those? Okay, we are together. I'm not alone. We are together. Who are those? Is okay? He will present a plan which appear to be for the promulgation of truth, but which will in reality hinder the work. This plan appears so plausible; however, they may accept it, and thus his objective is accomplished. This why volume four had not received the attention it should have had. I'll say this. If I were to ask, I'll say this. This book was to be given freely to every human being. You will read this book from the first destruction of Jerusalem to the last chapter, you will have to go back again and read it. Now, This is Manuscript 32, 1896. Listen to this quote. Satan is working that the history of the Jewish nation may be repeated. In the experience of those who, are claim, who claim to believe present truth. Who are those? Is us. What we are talking today is about us. It's about us. Because Satan is doing what he can to deceive us. Christ's mission was misunderstood. Do we really understand the prophets concerning where we are as people? The delusive hope for temporal prince led to the misapplication of scriptures. It is in our range, and Christianity is looking for peace kingdom in this planet, which will never happen. Let me tell you, it won't happen. The very ones who ought to have been the first to welcome Jesus did not descend him, because he did not come according to their, their plans and their whatever. The very ones who ought to, to, to have been the first to welcome Jesus did not descend him. He was not the one their ambitious hopes desired. The false path they had entered, they continued to follow to the end. They became unchangeable, self-righteous and self-sufficient. Fancy they possessed true light. And they, that they were the only self-instructor of the people. Do you think, according to this statement here we read, is it the condition of today's in ourselves as a church, and in the Christian world. What do you see? Do you see about the prophecy? Do you see about let's come in harmony with the word of God? Now, in volume four, the Lord has revealed to us the coming crisis, which is almost upon us. If the, if if it is the book which has people need, if the divine watch has then condensed to unveil the sins of the great contest in which every soul living will have a part to act, should there not be earnest effort to circulate it? This book has to go to the world. Let me tell you, if somebody already desires wages, if somebody already Patrick and the prophet. How sin came to this planet. And how God in his mercy. Went. Walk with Adam. Read. Great controversy. He will not remain the same. Now. I'm going to read. Few more quotes. Manuscript 1849. Listen to this quote. It is entitled The Closing Struggle. By the way, the book that I'm using, the manuscript that I'm using, most of you have, do you see this? Most of you have this book. Yeah, just go there and see it. That's what I'm using today. I saw the commandment of God and the shut door could not be separate. The door that just shut the whole place. And he opened the door for the most whole place. I saw the time for the commandments of God to shine out to his people was when the door was opened in the inner apartment. Of the heavenly sanctuary. In 1844. Then Jesus rose up. And shut the door. In the outer apartment. And he opened the door in the inner apartment. And passed into the most whole place. And the faith of Israel now. Reaches with the second veil. Where Jesus now stand. By the ark. Now the other quarter. I saw that Jesus had shut the door in the most in the holy place. I saw that Jesus had shut the door in the holy place. And no man can open it. And that he had opened the door in the most holy place. And no man can shut it. And then that since Jesus had opened the door in the most holy place, the commandments have been shining out, and God has been testing his people on the Holy Sabbath. Which will be the greatest testing on this planet. Today, people seems it won't be. But let me tell you this. According to the scriptures, the world is going to divide it in two. The worshippers and keepers of Sunday and the worshippers and keepers of Saturday. I saw that the test on the Sabbath could not come until the mediation of Jesus was finished in the hall. I saw that our adversaries have been trying to open the door in the outer apartment. Satan is trying to keep people thinking that there is no holy of holies. Do you hear that? It is Satan's job to do that. Satan is the one who is saying there is no Most Holy place. Don't worry about it. How does he try? By putting the mind of people that Jesus is doing nothing in heaven. Why? Because if the plan of salvation is according to what you read in the Old Testament, then the people that are living on this planet, we are in the investigative judgment. And what Satan does not want anybody to know is that my life is being examined. And and me and as individual, I have to stand before God as individual. My life is count. I am accountable to God. He wants us to think that our lives is depend on us. Now, I will read. Few more quotes. And one of them is found in this book, Volume 9 of Testimony, Chapter 11. This is very, uh, profoundly quote. Volume 9 of Testimony is one of very nice books. We are living in the time of the end. The first fulfilling Fulfilling signs of the times declare that the coming of Christ is near at hand. The days in which we live are solemn and important. The Spirit of God is gradual but surely being withdrawn from the earth. Plagues and judgments are already falling upon the despisers of the grace of God. The calamities by land and sea. The unsettled state of society. Do you see that? Everywhere is problem. If you you can, when you get time this week, put on the YouTube and write calamities just which happened from September to today. You tell me. This planet is heading on something. The arms of war are potentious. They forecast the approaching event of the greatest magnitude. The agencies of evil are combining their forces and consolidating. They are strengthening for the last great crisis. Great changes are soon to take place in our world. And the final movements will be rapid ones. Listen to this another quote. The condition of things in the world shows sure that troublous time are right upon us. The daily papers are full of indications of terrible conflict in the near future. Body ro- robbers are of frequent occurrence. Strikes are common. Theft and murder are committed on every hand. Men possess of demons are taking the lives of men, women, and little children. Many have become infatuated with vice, and every species of evil prevails. Do you think shooting is just happening here? It's all over the globe. It's everywhere. It's all over. Taking people's life is going to get more and more frequent. Now, I got one more quote to read. Volume 5, Testimony for the Church. Volume 5. This is such a, a very difficult quote, but I'll read it. The people need to be aroused in regard to the dangers. Of the present time. The watchmen are asleep. The people need to be aroused. In regard to the dangers. Of the present time. The watchmen. Are asleep. We are years behind. Let the. The chief watchmen. Feel the urgent. Necessity. Of taking heed to themselves. less they lose the opportunity given them to see the dangers. The following quote. If the leading men in our conferences do not now accept the message sent to them by God and fall into line for action, the church will suffer great loss. When the watchman sees Seeing the sword coming gives the trumpet a certain sounding. The people along the line will echo the warning and all will have opportunity to make ready for the conflict. But too often, the leader has stood hesitating, seems to say, let us not be in too great uh, Haste. There may be a mistake. We must be careful not to raise a false alarm. The very hesitancy and uncertainty on his part is crying peace and safety. Do not get excited. Be not alarmed. There is a great deal more made of this religious amendment question than it demanded. It demanded this agitation. Will all die down. Thus, he virtually denies the message sent from God and the one which was designed to stir the churches' fails to do its work. The trumpet of the watchman gives no certain sound and the people do not prepare for the battle. Let the watchman beware lest through his hesitance. And delay, so shall be left to perish, and their blood shall be required at his hand. Last quote. I'm going to read one last quote. This is actually, what I'm reading is Testament, volume 5, page 715, and page 716. While this is the, such a one of the quotes, while the protestant world is by her attitude making concession to Rome. Let us arouse to comprehend the situation and view the contest before us in its true bearings. Let the watchmen now lift up their voice and give the message which it presents truth for this time. Let us show the people where we are in prophetic history. And seek to arouse the spirit of true Protestantism. Awakening the world to a sense of value, of privileges, of religious liberty so long enjoyed. Do you see Protestantism going back to Mother Church? 2017, Lutheran Reformation came to end. What left. All the churches are in one accord. The one are exalting the Pope as the head of the universal religion. All the religions are coming together. What is our duty as people? Individual as well as a group. Satan wanted the history of the Jewish nation to be repeated by God's people today. Brothers and sisters, we need to pray. Not only to confess our sins, but to share the truth that is just. This message that I'm preaching the way it is, I know one day we won't be able to hear this kind of message. Believe me. We won't be able to hear it. But as we have time now, let's share this truth with everybody else. Jesus is coming soon. And only through prayers and much supplication he can make us to share his kingdom when he comes back. May God bless you.